Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sentient Future. And today I have a special guest, Sarah Miner. She is a life coach. And today we'll be asking Sarah about her why, her how, and her what as it relates to how she approaches her life. And we'll try to relate that back to intentional living with Sarah here as, as an example. So Sarah, could you maybe please tell us a little bit more about yourself and who you are and your story? Hi, sure. Um, I am a licensed corporate coach. I focus on increasing professional engagement with specifically an eye on personal foundation and the person making the decisions in whatever role that they're in. Wonderful. And so I guess let's start with your why. You perhaps touch on a, a part of that or what underlying motivations do you have for living the way you do? Well, I see that a lot of people have trauma, have stress, have a lot of different things going on in their lives. Everything, nobody's perfect. Nobody's got a a pristine, perfect storybook life. And certainly I haven't either, but I see these things affecting how people go about living their lives and the other people they impact and how they're able to do their jobs and be happy and raise families and contribute is all impacted by what they have experienced. So if I can help people get to the root of why they do what they do and improve their personal foundation and their professional engagement and create these positive ripple effects through everything that they do, it is tremendously wonderful of an experience for me as a coach to be able to have that kind of impact on people. Yeah, no, no doubt. That makes a ton of sense. And so there are the underlying beliefs or habits or memories that in some cases in your experience hold people back from uh, achieving what they're looking to? Right. There's a, a book and one of the quotes in this book, I can't remember the title at the moment, but um, one of the lines in the book is, nine times out of ten, professional crisis is personal. I love that. And I have certainly found that to be the case. Right, so you're helping organizations through the individuals in them first and, and for this almost inward-out approach. Exactly. Lovely, uh, I like that. And so you have, a, again, briefly touched on, on perhaps your how, but what are some of the strategies that you use then to to help people overcome some of these maybe limiting beliefs or or habits that are detrimental to you know their happiness? Well, first is, getting a perspective and seeing what those are. We can't begin to change anything until we have a a current and very precise picture of what is. Um, A lot like looking on a map and finding the you are here point. We, as people, really need to orient ourselves around taking a hard look at where we are before we can begin to make changes. And some of the tools that I use with clients are assessments, unflinching introspection and maybe asking some tough questions of them to get them to dig a little deeper and start dismantling why they do things. Um, But it always begins with being willing to take a a good, honest look at the way things are right now before we can begin to co-strategize, co-design different ways of doing and interacting and communicating and being in their lives. I love that. And so, so just trying to paraphrase here to make sure that I've understood properly, 
there's this heavy emphasis first on establishing your, your current position in a bunch of different perspectives, perhaps from a relationship perspective, possibly from a confidence perspective, possibly from a, a health perspective. And and with that that picture of having sensed oneself and, and have that accurate picture, you're then able to help establish a plan for how to get to where they want to go. Is that is that fair? Oh, absolutely. I mean, think of it like um, think of it like building a bridge across a gap, a chasm, something like that. You can see the other side, but you can't start building a bridge across it until you know where you're standing. I guess then let's touch on your what. I mean, what are some of the tactics that you would use to perhaps tease out some of these beliefs or habits or plans that, that would ultimately help people get to where they want to be? Well, um, honestly, it involves asking why uh, an awful lot because somebody makes would make a statement and I would ask why, and it gets them to cl- clarify in their own mind what it is they even want and why they want it. Um, and oftentimes why they want something isn't really the reason they think it is. So getting people with the right kind of questions, getting people to really think about why they want what they want and what they think getting that will get them often makes them change course and rethink things quite a bit. Right. So again, paraphrasing, because I love what you've said and your approach and I agree with it a lot. It's the fact that we maybe have somewhat of, of an onion here with many layers and asking those whys helps peel back those layers uh, to the point where, mm-hmm. you know, what truly drives someone, let's say intrinsic motivations, those become more clear or at least exposed as it were. And when mm-hmm. that's defined in a way that perhaps they haven't experienced before, and that's truly what drives them, that that leads to perhaps a different path or possibly a different goal. Uh, Is that fair to say? Sure. A lot of people are living other people's lives, Um, things they think they should be doing or things they're supposed to be doing rather than what they really need to be doing. And and maybe this is in a professional context in terms of how they're running their organization. If we're talking about executive leadership, Um, maybe they're using somebody else's management style or what they read in a book, but it doesn't really suit them and it doesn't really suit the organization. So part of that introspection is getting rid of the shoulds and the supposed tos and figuring out the who. Right, that that makes sense. And so they've seen examples possibly of others in their industry or to whom they aspire that are successful in some definition of the word and your clients you have found mimic a lot of those behaviors or habits thinking that you know they want to be like this person and and perhaps at times stray from themselves and and who they are and where their natural talents lie yeah that affects a lot of people not necessarily everyone but it's it's pretty common yeah wonderful well i i think that makes a lot of sense and i I love how you framed it uh you frame it differently than than I do, and but I think we have very much the same, um, you know, passions for helping one another and and, and helping others, and so it, I hope that you know the way that you've framed it, it is that much more apparent or possibly resonates better with certain listeners here on the podcast. So that makes um, that makes me happy, right? Anything I, uh, I I can do and that we can do to inspire people to to 
find themselves and, and chase after who they'll ultimately be is, I think, a, a good step forward. So uh, that said, obviously, you have a, a lot to, to offer. Um, I was hoping you might uh, tell us where we can find you. You can find me uh, all over the place. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sarah K. Minor. You can reach me on my website at skminer.com. Great. And you can just drop me an email. Sounds good. For other listeners, I've, I've followed Sarah. She, she does put out content that's you know thought-provoking. And I, I would encourage you to uh, check her out as well. So I just really wanted to thank you, Sarah, for the time that you've taken out of your day uh, with me and with us. Uh, it means a lot to me, and I hope that it does contribute valuably to one of our listeners' lives. I just wanted to, to thank you for your time. Oh, thank you, Alan. This has been great. Great. Thanks very much. Have an awesome day. You too.